to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 51, presented by Parse Rum, the best rum in the world. And Dakota, did you mm-hmm. know that you can go to your local liquor store, you can go to Binnie's, you can go to ParseRum.com to get a bottle of Parse, and then you drink it, and then a tree's planted, and everything is great because you're saving the world. I mean, I have saved, I want to say at least six or seven trees by now because that's how many bottles, or yeah, I've planted six or seven trees by now because that's how many bottles of Parse Rum I've drank. But I did not, I, I don't have Benny's in Michigan, which is sad. Um, so I don't know where it is in Michigan, to be honest with you. We should look that up. Maybe for the next episode, we'll find out who the Michigan Maybe, maybe I'll get our research team on it for the next episode. I'm going to start this episode with a little game that we like to call Worst and Best. Mm. I'll go first so that you guys can have some time to think about it because I just sprung it on you. It's been a while. We have to give a little shout out to the short family for worst and best. The worst part of my day was <laughs> taking out driver on a golf hole. Can't remember what hole it was. Par five, feeling really good about getting ready to stripe one right down the middle. Topped it. I can't remember the last time I topped a drive. It was. You actually topped it? I topped it. Like dead topped. You know, if you had your caddy there, I would have been able to fix that like that. True. My playing partner. Um, Best part of my day was day one of camp. Getting to see everybody. Going through uh, all the speeches, all the intros. Nice speech from Rossi. Fire up the guys. Great to be back. A lot of new faces. A lot of new faces. All right, who's nice. next? Nice. I'll go. The worst part of my day was having to say no to golf twice, two days in a row. I was so shot after um, camp today. It was like nothing. I've, I don't even know why. It wasn't even that like crazy of a day, but I was just like – literally moving in slow motion as soon as I got done with like my last part of the day. And like I had two guys asked me if I was playing and I looked at them dead in the eye and said, I don't have it in me. I can't do it. Do you think that Arizona or the uh, Florida thick air is getting to you? Dude. I, I mean, that's a great point. Uh, I would hope not. Um, but it was kind of discouraging. I'm not going to lie. You've I've, changed. I've played. You've changed. Oh, I know. I've never, ever heard of you once turning down golf. Me either. Ever. Like, I've seen you play intense tennis matches in 110-degree heat and still playing golf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't really know. I'm telling you, I was just – might have just been the first day jitters. I don't know. The first first day blues? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The best part – I heard those are real. (laughs) The best part was – Definitely first day camp with a bunch of new faces. Um, I mean, I didn't know. Literally all new faces. Yeah, with the new faces, and you only see a quarter of their face, too, because everybody has masks on. I hope they bully you. That's really rude, Dakota. Well, I I mean it. I hope they bully you because you're the new kid, and you get wet willies and wedgies. When when you're only only seeing – a quarter of somebody's face, even if you've played against them for a long time or like, you know, who the person is, yep. there is that little bit of doubt 
that you don't want to hit them with the wrong name or be oh, like, it's there's tough. a, there's one coach that was at the alternate site last year who I kind of got pretty close with. He was a manager and I was, I would have bet a lot of money that this was this one guy today. I forgot, I don't even know who the guy, I feel awful. Like, I don't even know who he is. And I went up to him and I hit him on the shoulder and I was just like, that's not you. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I will not be saying hi to anybody else unless they say hi to me first. You're fired. God. Dakota? Um, the worst part of my day is sitting here listening to you guys complain about having to golf and having to play baseball while it's 20 degrees and there's still two feet of snow in Michigan. So cry me a river. Uh, I don't think anyone from the Midwest wants to hear it. Okay. So quit your crying. Deal with it. It's not very sensitive of us. It, it isn't because you got to think of the people that are in the cold right now struggling, and you guys, oh, I think the thick, hot air is getting to me. This stinks. Oh, boo-hoo, wah. Grow up. Both of you. That's rude. What was the best Nora, I hope Nora, I hope you're listening because Dakota has said, I hope he gets bullied. Guess what? Nora's in the cold, so Nora is listen, listening to you guys say how hot it is down there oh no and she's sitting here in the cold too she probably wishes she was in the warmth so oops there's some points for me going for three no, in a row. you're a bully um the best part of my day Ooh, it was is that good really huh? just it was really just a real boring day i'm gonna be honest with you i guess the best part would have to be my mom made cookies today so i I ate some of those cookies, and I'm they sure were delicious. you did eat some of them. I did eat some. You're fat. <laughs> Good one. What do you weigh? One twenty, soaking wet. Shut up. Yeah, that's the best part. So shout out to my mother for the cookies. You don't get any, Zach. Guess what? If you were here, I wouldn't let you eat any. Dakota, speaking of points, I hope Nora's listening again. Because you he called needs, me fat, so no, minus he, five points. He needs to lose like five points. He needs you know so why? many points lost for so many different reasons. I don't. I could name. I could throw a dartboard and find. I, why? Why would I say that Ian needs to lose points? Because he didn't respond to your texts like three no, no. straight days. No, 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 not not singular. This text. is a no. I said texts for like three oh. straight days. Yeah. It no was literally what. you asked him a question for three straight days on the same topic, zero responses, and every time I was like awkward. Listen. No, I'm not going to listen. I apologize. It's been a busy few days. I, there's, there's no excuse, but I'm sorry. And I didn't mean it. Can you find it in your heart to forgive me? We'll see if, you're, we'll see if you change. He has changed already. He's not I, have not, I have not changed. I would never change. No. Ian, we'll you, know, you know what we should talk about, though? The news of your best friend who you have admitted on air that you like more than Zach re-signing with the Cubs. You admitted he's a better teammate than Zach and you're yep. glad they traded Zach for him. Yep. Cameron Maven back with the Cubs. Is the, are those direct quotes? Those are direct quotes. I'm sure we could find him in episodes how you said he's like your favorite teammate and basically like, hell yeah, I'm so glad they traded Zach because now we got Cam here and I hated Zach and I love Cam. So – I texted Cam when he signed back because I was so excited. And the first thing that he said back to me was now we'll be able to do an episode. That was the first he thing actually, he said. 
He wants to come on the compound. I love that because that's the first thing I texted you when I saw he signed is we need to have him on now. I'm, I can't wait. He's going to be a great guest. I want to get Nico back on. I want to have Cam on. Maybe try to get some of the new guys on. We're going we to start, start getting players on. We did. Oh, Jay. we did Jay Hay, but I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it that day. True. Right. You were not on. That's why. There's a lot of guys we got to get. You know, Zach, KB's we, dying to come back. KB loves us. Loves us. Zach, what? Uh, any of your Tigers teammates, like maybe Miguel Cabrera that you want to interview? or If you think that I'm not going to try to weasel my way into his pocket and ask him if he can come on the compound, you are sadly mistaken. That has been my goal since I walked into that locker room. Can if we just get, get like him- a – a live feed of his BP, and then we can comment on it. Bro, you should – so we were in the facility on, I think, Saturday for the first time, and <laughs> you came in the cage after me in the same cage, and, like, someone was like, hey, I'm going to go throw. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay right here. I'll, sit, I'll, I'll meet you out there. I literally watched every single one of his swings. Was it for like an hour? Yeah, it was unbelievable. I, I, it's unbelievable. It's just one of your favorite players growing up. It's really weird because I don't think he has any idea who I, if I even exist and me, me talking about him like this. There's absolutely um, no way he knows who you are. No offense. No. Just um, 0%. No, He's, no. I mean, I took ground balls next to him the other day, which was pretty cool. But, oh, hey, you're, you're that little guy that was playing second up, the other day. What's up, ball boy? I thought you were like the coach's son and they were letting you take grounders with us. Nora, this is bullying. <laughs> um, He's, He's sneaky large. It's not sneaky. The dude is huge. He's a he is a big human. Yeah, but no, it was really cool to see him uh to see him go about his work and um I mean it was pretty surreal just to A, like I said, take ground balls next to him and B um watch him hit and do his routine. Dakota, you we've talked about Miggy before, just his his crazy numbers. I mean, just so slept on. Not even slept on, just like so consistent for so long. It's like the LeBron effect. Until Mike Trout like came onto the scene and like became Mike Trout, I I think it was a pretty I don't want to say consensus pick, but it he he's a top three right handed hitter of all time. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. And it's and I, I was actually like reading to my brother the other day just about his stats, and he was like, "Wait, he had one hundred and forty RBIs one year, and it was just like." Yeah, he had like 120. He got the triple crown. I know. That's the most insane. That's the most insane like accomplishment I can think of in sports is a triple crown in a season. Like, do you know how good you have to be to hit for the highest average and the most power and drive in the most? Like, that is insane to do that. Said it before, too. He would have more if he didn't play at Comerica, too. Oh, God. He would have more homers. Yeah. And so impressive. That he won the MVP that year that he won the Triple Crown, and that was the only year that Mike Trout shouldn't have won it in all the years that Mike Trout's been playing baseball. Yes, yes literally. That's the one time where it was fair that Mike Trout didn't win MVP. Should we No touch? offense to every other player. <laughs> yeah, he's just so – oh, you know what I did see? I saw on, on MLB Network, you know, uh, they need ratings. You know, They need some controversy. You need to ask some people some questions and make some lists about best players. We might not all agree with them, but it, it should be unanimous that Mike Trout is the number one player in baseball. For any baseball writer to say otherwise is insane. It's wrong. And there were multiple guys that were like, yeah. somebody had Mike Trout as like three, I think. Somebody had him behind uh, Soto and uh, Mookie. Mookie Betts. Listen, 
Those guys are incredible baseball players. No question they're top five baseball players in the league. To say that they're better than Trout is pure blasphemy. It's, I saw tweets saying people were like pissed that Betts was two and Trout was one, and I literally puked all over my phone. <laughs> because that's and that's not even a knock on Mookie Betts. That's a people really don't understand how good Mike Trout is. He is literally he's still in the prime of his career. He's what, 29, 28? Yes. And he's yes. the best player ever. Like there's no one that'll tell you he's not the best player. Like he's literally the best player to ever play the game of baseball. He's so good. He's and he so has good. been for so long. Like he's been so good for so long. And he's still only 28, 29, and he's got 10 more years left. Speaking of guys that have super long contracts, should we talk about Fernando Tatis? Yeah, I actually texted him, and he said he's going to give me a bunch of his money. Money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we were just that's, that's nice of him. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, cool. We played against each other guy. like a few games, and he was like, yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. I think that was a great deal for both parties. Like, honestly, if I'm the Padres, like, you locked up your franchise player. What was it, 14 years or 13, 14? Yeah, 14. Right? For 340, I mean, obviously 340 million is an absurd number, but it's like the way contracts are trending, 340 might even be a bargain for the Padres. That's what what people were saying, especially when Lindor hits the free agent market because he's going to get paid. So they're going to compare him most likely to Tatis. The best player. He's going to want to get more than that. So if you do it before he signs, it's pretty smart. And Tatis right now is what, 24? 25 15 so you're literally like maybe the last three years he'll be in his mid-30s like usually when you see those deals right. it's like well the last three or four is a guy's 39 40 and it's like well wait how old did you say tatis was i guessed 24 he's 22 oh, no. 22 okay well he might even get another big contract at the end of this one i the one thing i don't understand i love this contract for baseball i think he's a great player there's a couple things that are a little crazy. He has not played 162 big league baseball games. Just think about that for a second. And he hasn't even gotten close to hitting the arbitration process yet. So, like, they could technically have paid him league minimum for the next two years. So, the fact that it's quite a commitment for them to go out and say, look, 340, we're doing it now. We're not even going to wait and see for a couple of years. Like, we're just doing it. I could be his agent for that. I'd say, yes, yes, thank you. Thank you. Yep. What, what color ink would you like? Yes, we yes. will take that. I wonder and where they start. Like, I wonder when they started negotiating, were they like, did they start at like 300? Like, where was the number that right. they were like? Yeah. I always find that interesting. Like, why free agency takes so long if they say like, these two, this player and so whatever X team are in deep contract talks right now. Like, what are you going over for those last two weeks that they're not signed? Well, there's probably also stuff like, no, I right. Do you want an opt-out clause in there? Right. Trade clause, like that, that kind of. There's so many like different clauses you can put in, like bonuses if you win MVP, shit, like shit like that. I feel right. like is what makes it so complicated of a process right. too. Good for the Padres for going out and paying him, and good for them for spending a ton of money this off season. Speaking of contracts, Dakota, can we give a little congratulatory round of applause to Ian? Thanks, guys. He's a $4.1 million man. Yeah, that's a big win for the, uh, for the compound It's host, just It's Ian great because our boss is rich, so now yeah. we get bonuses. And the Very crazy generous. Is, is yeah. He told us we get 25% each of his contract. So me and Zach rolling in a mil each. Thanks. 
Thanks, boss. Yeah, that's really Appreciate awesome it. for you guys. That's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped up about it. It was, yeah, uh, what, was what was yeah. It's, you had it's, the floor. A, it's a crazy process, especially this year, because you sit there on a Zoom call for five hours. Oh. And, and so that in itself is kind of insane. Uh but it's you know, it's a, it's part of the game. It's an interesting exercise in like the way players are valued and what matters and like it being my first time going through the process like it's just really fascinating to see all of the little things that go into it and it almost makes you think like man if I would have started that one more game or if I would have if I would have come off the bench for that one more game for its defensive replacement because there are there's times during the season when you're at you're like in the middle of a game especially earlier in my career when I wasn't playing every day or when I would get an off day and things would happen and like it's a seven run ball game in the seventh and you're like man it would kind of be a little bit nice to not uh to not go in this game and then I'll just I'm starting tomorrow I'll get him tomorrow and then you get in the game and you're like all right I'm in the game I'm in the game but then you look back on it once you're seeing all these numbers and arbitration all the the stat lines and you're like man, I should really want every single one of those games played. <laughs> those things are pretty important. And everybody always says it on the bench. Everybody's like, get those games played up. And you never really think about it until you actually go through the process. Do you speak at all when you're no. when you're on I mean, Zoom? you just, you just um, say like hello. I'm guessing your agent does most of the heavy lifting. Yeah, you just you say hello to the arbitrators, and then you say you just thank them for their time and – I mean, it's it's amazing. The system's crazy, but it's amazing that those the people who sit through those panels, um, the three arbitrators, and there's there's rotating arbitrators, but that they sit there for five hours and go through and you know look at everything. Um, it's it's pretty cool that they're. Well, I mean, obviously they're paid for it, but that they're willing to do that. So it's a interesting process and it's nice that they're so dedicated to it and i'm Are speaking from like someone set? who won so i'm it's a little bit easier for me to say that <laughs> so you love these these are your yeah, three new guys. best friends like you got these their numbers you're awesome. like i love you guys appreciate it do you or are these like are arbitrators like like do they know baseball i guess i'm saying like how do they Obviously, they have to know baseball because I feel like to be able to decide on this, you have to know a lot of what matters baseball-wise and what makes someone valuable. Yeah, I think that they definitely – because they do baseball arbitration, so they definitely know the game somewhat. Um, But I think they're really judging the argument based on its merits and trying to – because, you know, both sides are arguing – the case and I think they're just trying to judge it on who put together the better case and presentation and made better points along the way um and a lot of it's based on player comp so a lot of it's like this guy made this much and this is what he did and I look a lot like him um and that's kind of how the argument's framed uh and so for players in general like advancing salaries is important because you know that's hopefully someone next year can use me as a comp and that would you know that's how the game keeps advancing what uh like what is something that the general not even the general public like people when they think of arbitration that 
that you were even surprised at? What is like something that nobody off the top of your head, if you have anything that is just like so interesting, a part of that process where you're like, I mean, I did not see or expect this out of arbitration. Oh, I think the first thing when I was talking to people and friends and people from Texas and like people who don't follow baseball religiously, but are baseball fans, what people don't know about the process is that once you go to a hearing, it's one or the other. Like it's hard if you're not involved with baseball to even think about that. Like you're going into a courtroom and you're coming out with a yes or no verdict on a big difference in what your salary is going to be. And so every time I would tell somebody that they would be like, yeah, but you guys, so the arbitrators would probably like say a number in the middle. Right. And that, and it'll be great. And it's like, no, no, no. Like this is a, it's like a very stressful and obviously I'd be super grateful for, whatever raise because it's meaningful to get to the arbitration process. Like it, it being a big leaguer for four years of service time is a big deal. Uh, but you know, that's a huge difference is, is, in, in the salary number and going into that room and doing that and then waiting 24 hours to get the verdict, like is a crazy process for, that, that was- for people in corporate or like any sort of other job to even like conceptualize. It's just, it's bonkers. That was my next question was, how little did you sleep the night that... Uh... Honestly, I slept surprisingly well, um, and then I flew to Arizona the next day because I was stuck in Texas, um, as we talked about last week. I, I My flight got canceled Monday and then Wednesday, and I finally flew up Friday, and um, I actually got the text when I was on the plane. So That's awesome. I was like... And you told the flight attendant to make it... <laughs> Make yeah. everybody on this flight. I got their round. I was I was like fighting the urge not to run up and down the aisle and high five everybody. Uh, I was I slept fine and I got up for the flight, and then once I got to the airport because I knew it was going to be coming in the next couple hours. Like once I got to the airport, I was starting to get a little uh, a little fidgety. Well, that was a great day in general because that was the same day they signed Maven too. So that was yeah. Just, and then they signed what Maven a day in the for evening. You I got to Arizona. What I mean, what a day. You guys woke me up that night t- talking about it. Yeah, Zach woke up to our text at like 11. And then Zach probably responded, and then I didn't respond. That's exactly Literally, that is what happened. Zach yes. asked a question. He woke up to ask you a question, and then you stopped texting. And I was like, this is awkward. It's just rude what I have to go through. I'm, I was so happy. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Congrats, blah, blah, blah. Like, how was it? Not a word. Not even for three days. It was like three straight days of left on red. And it was so funny to me because I literally was just like, wow, he's, he's not answering again. This is tough. Trying to get also, at the same time, I was like, Zach, maybe take a hint. It's like a girl. Like, you keep texting her. It's yeah, like, well, maybe she's just not that into you, Zach. Yeah, well, story of my life, you know. <laughs> is it crazy to see guys that have played for a team for so long in other uniforms? Like – I saw Lester in the uh, Nationals red. I got uh, uh, sad and angry. And then I saw uh, Lindor in the Mets uniform, and him in the blue and orange was a little weird. I saw Jose Reyes tweeted, though, about Lindor. And it's so like it said he like he was meant to like this swag is meant for New York. It was so true because the picture of Lindor was like 
he looks like he's about to hit 400 with 50 homers and 200 RBIs. Like, yes, he is built for New York. I don't want to put any any pressure out there or anything, but after watching Jock's BP, his oppo pop is going to play very well in Wrigley Field. I suspect he has an unbelievable batting practice. It's fun to watch. I thought another weird one, though. I don't know why it was weird to me because he was on the Rangers after the Indians, but seeing Kluber in a Yankees uniform looked really weird to me. Yeah. Like that just looked like, I don't know. And he had, and you know, they do clean shaven. So it was like clean shaven Kluber on the Yankees just looked a little strange. There was a lot of movement this off season of like big so, name guys. So sneaky that there was, we were all yeah. com- not complaining, but we were like, is baseball going to do anything? And you kind of look back at it. You're like, Oh shit. There's a lot of people. More like big names moved, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing. It'll be pretty crazy next offseason, I think, because it's a huge free agent class with a ton of big names. Yeah. Uh, to see the guys in different uniforms and all over the place. It's very nice to be able to talk about baseball again. Yeah, we back. I hope that the fans are excited for we're a week away from games, maybe? Yep, uh, less than a week. Sunday. Ian, please know your schedule. Uh, Dakota, I did not respond to your tweet about me swinging and missing, but I will tell the story. Weird. I mean, that's I didn't actually expect you to respond, but it did get a good amount of love on the tweet, so I was all right with it. I love Dom's response because he defended me with (laughs) Manny Ramirez. Well, the best part was, too, is he said, like, the unnamed source wouldn't know this, and I'm like, well, the unnamed source was Ian himself, so... Ian, would you care to tell what happened? Here's what happened. And I'm not going to make excuses because I was snowed in for a week in Texas. But I get my first BP, uh, first time seeing an arm in a minute. And uh, right-handed first, like, it was okay. It was, you know, I found some barrels. It it wasn't terrible. And then left-handed, I got in there. And the first pitch, and Vileka was throwing BP. Zach, um, and he's he'll he throws some f- firm batting practice. I love that. Uh, and so the first pitch he threw me left-handed when I was hitting left-handed, I swung and missed. Uh, just acted like nothing happened. It was like I just hit a, a rocket. I just kept going. I actually ended up having a very good batting practice left-handed but i did swing and miss it the well, first i'm not joking why not make that part of your routine the first pitch you if you hit well why not have just like a that's what you come back to that would be such a sick thing to be known for be like yeah happy yeah he's all right but he swings and misses at the first pitch of every bat like straight up whiffs it could they use that against you in arbitration <laughs> Maybe. The, I'm pissed uh, nobody gave you shit for it. You said nobody made fun of you. I was like, if someone swings and misses, oh yeah, like you got to let him hear it. You got to chirp him a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was like not a normal beep because it was just, it was before we started official workouts. So I think guys were just oh first like seeing each other, talking in the outfield, kind of like didn't see it. <laughs> and you just you played it off. You're like, oh man. Yeah. I think, I I think Rossi was like behind the turtle too. I was like, oh my God. Did you uh did you hit live today? No, I have live tomorrow off of I don't know who, but I have live tomorrow. I don't know who well, I, I don't know who's pitching, but 
so I was talking to Nico today, just about first day, whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I have five live abs under my belt right, which is kind of nice." And I go, "Oh, I hit on the field today for the first time and threw across a diamond for the first time in two weeks, so that's pretty good." It's great. I mean, it's crazy just with the COVID protocols. Yeah, no, we, I mean, it there's makes a sense. uniform yeah. COVID protocol for the league, but every team is treating it slightly differently. And right. Like Nico's been here for a while. So he was even, I think he was standing in two days. Like I took my yeah. first BP and guys right. went in to do live BPs. And I was like, oh, I'm, I don't, I, my confidence can't take that hit. So I can't do that yet. Yeah. You told I them, hey, I, they're like, hey, Hap, you're up. You're like, mm, uh, you know, now that I think about it, my back's got a little tweak to it. I'll, I'll be good to go tomorrow. Just give me the day. I, uh, I'm excited to get in the box tomorrow. Uh, I don't know yeah, that it's going to be pretty, but I'm excited for it. Me too. You're lucky I'm not there. We need a rematch, though. Ooh. I, you know you what know I'm what? thinking about right now? You know what, what I'm curious about? I just thought of this. just popped in my head. Who do you think, just a projection, who's getting opening day? Arietta or Hendricks? Got to be Hendricks. Or maybe the no-hitter, Alec Mills. I don't know. Ooh. Do the other two have no-hitters? Well, Arietta does. But does Hendricks have no-hitter? Don't think so. Might be Millsy. I am going to say that it's Kyle. It might depend a little bit how the starts and the last starts of spring training line up, but I think that it's Kyle. I think so too, but I was just curious. Maybe, you it's, know, just no, it's a area fair with his, you know. Especially after last resume. year's opening day. Before? Like a, 14, a 14 pitch. Oh, oh yeah, game. I forgot yeah. about that. We, that was the craziest. That was like. Hey, welcome to the big or welcome to uh, the season. Who are you guys yeah. playing? Welcome to twenty twenty. I uh, the Brewers. Oh, poor guys. Um, bef- before we do screen time, we should talk really quick about the uh, Mariners president, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, if you've seen the video, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think he resigned today, but he did. Yeah, when he said they weren't going to resign Kyle Seeger. And then Kyle Seeger's wife tweeted, should we put our house on the market in Seattle now? Or that was an amazing tweet. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine how you would feel as your family being like, been in Seattle for like eight years, love it here, would love to be a Mariner for life. And they're like, "Mm, how's that last year? The The whole thing, I don't even know. I, it was crazy. It was crazy to hear like a real conversation of like, wow, like these things were actually said by the team president about players. It was just kind of, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. I, if, if you want good coverage on it and some pretty aggressive, hilarious takes, I would say go to the John boy media podcasts and Twitter because they have been aggressive <laughs> Aggressive made a, takes on it. He made a 17-minute video, like, dissecting his whole video and whole speech about it. Did you see Did you see Donaldson's tweet, Ian? Yeah. No. It was unbelievable. He said, thank you, Kevin Mather. I don't know how he pronounced his last name. He goes, I sincerely mean it. You just said what everyone already knew, but now we at MLB Players have official evidence that is going to help a lot of players. Again, thank you. Bravo. Basically being like, well, you screwed over every other team by saying that. Oh, that was like a whole – that was like just like a whole thing throughout the union and the owners anyway. Like people were talking about like 
you know, they're not paying guys for whatever reason. I mean, it was like, and it was like the KB thing. Right. It was just like a, yeah, they just denied it, whatever. Like, you know, it was kind of just like an unwritten thing. Like everybody knows it's happening. Just deny it like whatever. But now it's kind of like, Hey guys, Oh wait, it's actually happening. We have proof. That was, that was, I literally saw that blow up and I was like, I told you guys to read the thread. I was like, you guys have to read this. That was insane. I need your screen time and I need it now. Must be nice for Ian. It's only 7.30 where he is. It's 9.30 for me. I'm barely awake right now. What do we got? 4.12. Oof. Zach. 4.47. 3.14. That's a huge win. Oh, you're two hours ah, behind us. Let's not talk semantics. This I episode. Have, I also have 50 minutes of screen time on my clock, which is what I use to time the kids I'm training. So while I'm bettering the minds of the youth, that's my screen time. Sue me. Dakota, Sue me as, as Dakota and I were fulfilling our Snapchat duties, Dakota yes. was also telling me how excited he was to mold the youth of the children of America. So I was so pumped. We have less than a minute left. The, this episode is brought to you by Parse Rum. Obvious shirts, research team shirts are coming out this week. Get ready for them. Still and have big news coming. I We still have big news coming, and I want the fans to tweet at us who they want to come on the podcast during spring training, and then we'll try to get them on. Thank you. Episode 51, Compound Podcast, presented by Parse Rum, the best rum in the world. Good night.